The military-industrial complex doesn't care about us. We need to stop sending our children to war and dying for the bankers and elites. The medical-industrial complex does not care about us. They need us sick and weak, so we can be patients for life. Stop taking their poison. The education system is merely an indoctrination program designed to supply the elites with obedient workers and turn over as much profit as possible at our expense. Let's turn off the television, put down the phone. Let's take our country back. Thanks for being one of us. You are listening to the Conspiracy Soldiers Podcast. All right, what's up, ladies and germs? Welcome back to the show. The Beer Garden Recording Studio. I'm here with Julio. What's up, everybody? What's going on, man? Ready to get this show on the road? Right. Yeah. So you just got off of work, right? Yeah, I'm actually... Um, this is kind of how I sound when I have not been drinking. <laughs> well, I just woke up. I'm in up. rare form today. I just woke up. Me and Julio got such different schedules that... Uh, so we had to. I had to wake up here. It's uh, three-something in the morning. And we're recording this podcast here at 3 o'clock in the morning because we're two of the hardest working motherfuckers in podcasts, right? Yep. <laughs> we're like the James Brown of podcasts. Right, right. Yep. All I'm right. black and I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, shit. I don't know karate, but I know crazy. <laughs> Did James Brown know karate? No, but he knew crazy. <laughs> Hold up, he knew how up. to do a lot of cocaine. Hold up. All right, so you just got off of work. Did yep. you have any have any issues with uh, thievery or deception? No, no. Thankfully, no. Um, we. I don't know. Maybe it was just like um, a thing happening in the moment or something, but things have kind of stopped. Yeah. In terms of the fake money that our drivers have been getting. But it's also because we've been kind of like putting in notes like don't take money from these from this address. You know, like have them pay over the phone with credit card. So yeah. we're we're fortifying our our situation to help to help everyone. Yeah, it's getting everybody's getting to be like where they all pay with credit cards anymore anyway, like it's almost like suspect when somebody wants to pay with cash anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I don't Indeed. know. Yeah. It, it shouldn't be like that. Right. No, it shouldn't. <laughs> we don't want to go digital. Fuck that. Um, but you still have people like, for example, I, I, try to, I try to push everybody to, you only get three tries to run your credit card. If it don't work, then either place the order online or pay with cash or figure something out. But I can randomly pick up a credit card on the floor and call any place and order some food. What's going to stop somebody from using my credit card or using that credit card they found uh, from using it? Here's what it is. is asking for the zip code. What is the billing zip code for that card? You get three tries 
under my watch. If you don't have the zip code right, that is suspect. Oh, I would only give them like two tries. They complain, you know, you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. You don't want to make them feel like you're accusing them of something. Like, it's such a snowflake world out there, man. Right. (laughs) Yeah, man. All right, well, it's good. Everything went good. So. All right, so you were. Last, what was that? Two last week we were talk, started talking about the Gospel of Thomas, but I didn't look into it enough. So we said we were going to talk about it. So you read up on that. So what do you what do you got? Wow! Thanks for putting it all on me. No, I got it. I looked at it too. I mean, you that was what we were talking about before we started yeah. recording. So, um, I guess from what I from what I know, it, it's a collection of quotes apparently said by Jesus, they are in no order whatsoever. Um, They're just sporadic. And it kind of demystifies the man from the God, in a way. Um, It it doesn't have any allusion to the crucifixion. It doesn't mention anything about... um, It doesn't doesn't, um, romanticize a lot of what happened in Jesus' life. As the Gospels, you know, the Gospel of John, James, uh, the usual ones are in the Bible. Yeah, it's totally different. Right. It's just a collection of quotes. And um, the funny part is, um, I forget what two words it's called in a different language, but the two words mean the same thing, twin and twin. So apparently, or is speculated that the Gospel of Thomas was written by Jesus's twin brother. Oh, that's a trip. Yeah. You ever heard? Speaking of Jesus's family, you ever heard the? Uh, you ever heard the one where they said that he had a son named Judah? No, I did not. I just I happened to come over that, come across that when I was looking at some of this gospel stuff but yeah a lot of it a lot of it is repeats from stuff that's already in the bible but but this is not this all is older it. than the, this is older than the bible that's what they say they didn't find it till like what 1945 correct so like the catholics are trying to say it's all fake because it doesn't go it doesn't it doesn't fit the agenda, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, you know what you we, know, like, you know what we say about the Catholics and the Vatican and all that. I mean, not to say that all Catholics are bad, but I, I think it's all been tainted some and everything. Yeah, with money, with money comes more power and um, a lot more reasons to. To, to act shady. Right. You know, and I think that that is something that they, that the church is willing to protect amongst, you know, over everything. Well, what do you think, from what you read, what would you say was the, from a Catholic standpoint, what would you say was the, uh, didn't meet the narrative there in the, some of those uh, quotes? 
that it didn't really it doesn't say that a that a building is needed i forget what other uh bible not bible book but a book that's not in the bible um was saying but jesus said that the church isn't in a, in a building the church is within you you are the holy temple right and so i mean what happens to an establishment that relies on your money that needs your donations you know and and your support they don't the church would want to protect themselves and not tell anybody that the the living temple is within you right but there's other things in the bible that talk about that too like like when they say don't don't stand outside and shout and just go pray in a closet you know stuff like that now that's not word for word obviously but you know what i'm talking about (laughs) yeah uh i believe that the bible also says that um when you're dealing with problems and you're stressed out um look your best do not show that you're dealing with something right right yeah that i think I think that was in the same paragraph or something from what I'm just talking about, right? I think so. I think it was all together, yeah. I don't know the Bible that great, but... It's great advice. I mean, it really does work out. In fact, Donald Trump, Donald Trump said in one of his books or one of his quotes, (laughs) um, he says, if you lose your job today, here's the best thing you can do. He said, wake up take a shower, shave, get fresh, and head out and do something you don't normally do. Go to the museum. Spend time there. Go go be, go do something cultured. Cuz your time is more valuable than the time you spend at work. And um I actually kind of subscribed to that uh when I was going through jobs. I was tired of like every day I was waking up just like job hunting, trying to put myself out there and it got really depressing. And, um, and I kind of took this advice. I got nice and dressed up and I would go and hit like the museum or Wildwood Metro Park or something. And I would come across people and that's how I would, I would make more connections that way than sitting on my computer reaching out on indeed or any yeah. other platform i agree man <laughs> i mean <laughs> i mean i guess it depends what kind of work you do too if you're in if you're one of these people that sits in a fucking cubicle all day then yeah you're probably gonna have better success you know searching on the internet I, it just depends man you know what i'm saying but yeah it, it definitely does depend but i mean if if you look sharp and you're out and about, uh, more people are gonna be willing to to talk to you, and in turn, that is gonna help your morale and your own um, belief in yourself. You said, and that's gonna keep you going through things, and that's gonna get you further ahead than moping about. Hey, man, I just lost my job. You know, right, like, right. I don't know what to do. Yeah. You say he just said that today? No, no, this oh. isn't one of this isn't one of his books. This is a long time. Oh, thing. okay, yeah. I was gonna say I didn't hear nothing about that. He's been no. pretty quiet. 
He's not on. Uh, he used to be on Twitter and all that a lot, but you know, he just, still is, man. He's. I think he's playing it pretty smart because he's just keeping quiet and letting. Because he ain't got nobody to go up against him, so he's just well, he going, got, keeping quiet and letting people remember what he did when he was in office. He got gagged because he's getting um. Oh yeah, he's going through some shit. True, I forgot about that. Yeah. All right. Well, not that I support Donald or anything, but I'm I'm just pointing out facts. <sighs> I did at one point, but you can't you can't deny the fact that the gas was better, a lower price, and everything else was better. The economy was just better. I mean, isn't that what the president's job is? Yep. I'm not worried about anybody invading the United States. I mean, we've talked about this before. I don't. Uh, I don't want to get. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get about to start ranting and shit. I just don't think that. <clears throat> I'm not worried. I don't give a shit. I'm not talking about the people. As far as the government of Israel or. Palestine, I don't give a fuck about either one of them. I don't give a fuck about the government of Ukraine. I don't give a fuck about the government of Russia. Fuck them all. They need to take care of the United States. Amen. Now, if the president is in office and he's lowering all the prices for us, that's the best thing he can do in my book. Hell yeah. And if he goes on, if he gets on Twitter and hurts some feelings, that's all right, too. (laughs) <laughs> I, hey, that shit used to make me laugh and if he wants to grab women by the pussy that's fine with me too <laughs> right <laughs> that, that ain't none of my fucking business yeah I don't give a fuck I do the same thing I carry them like a damn six pack alright <laughs> <laughs> yeah. alright All right, so uh, did you see this uh I don't remember her name, and I probably couldn't pronounce it very good anyway. Kim, uh, the sister of the leader in North Korea. Did you hear about her? That she killed somebody or something? Oh, no. Well, she probably did. I'm sure of it. What happened? I think she's in charge of uh, public relations or something right now. But anyway... The U.S. the United States was trying to, so they launched some kind of spy satellite or something like that, or a ballistic missile, and they were kind of like the United States was trying to, or the United Nations rather, same fucking thing, which is sad. But anyway, the United Nations was getting on them and trying to set up a a meeting between the United States and North Korea. And she basically just said, fuck that. I got a quote here. She says, all right, the sovereignty of an independent state can never be an agenda item for negotiation. And therefore we will never sit face to face with the U S for that purpose. Okay. Kim, yo young. Right. That, that's her name. She's not too yeah, bad she looking. Weird. She used to be a little chubby. 
She looks like a damn green alien. <laughs> All right. And then uh, she went on to say, we will continue to make efforts to develop everything belonging to its sovereign rights and continue to exercise the sovereign rights enjoyed by all the member states of the United Nations in a dignified manner without being restricted in the future, too. I mean, you really can't argue with anything she's saying. Correct. Why don't you... Why don't... Everybody just mind their own fucking business, and there wouldn't be no reason to fucking launch any missiles. They want... Everything's fear-mongering. They've been doing it for hundreds of fucking years, and... It's all, most of it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. I don't remember. Can you tell me one reason why we, one country that we invaded that was absolutely needed? Mm, No, I I can't. (laughs) I don't know. I just, uh, you know what? I actually, yeah, we did need to invade Nicaragua. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, Oliver North. Oh, he's dirty as fuck. Oh yeah, he all oh, he was involved in Nicaragua, denied all this shit. What year was that? That was in the eighties. Yeah. So what year did you come here? Uh, 89. Okay. So all that shit yeah, happened but, happened beforehand, right? Yeah, but uh, the, in, uh, it was the starting of the process of, like, the truth coming out. Like, where is the CIA getting all this money? How is the CIA involved in shit? You know, and Oliver North testified in... Um, in Congress, that you know, oh, well, nothing was really happening. But there's pictures of, of um, oh my God, Pablo Escobar. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you know what? It, the sad part is that he was probably working in alliance with the with the intelligence agencies. You know what I'm saying? Like they. They probably, <clears throat> they were probably helping him, and then something went sideways. You know what I'm saying? That's it's the way. That's the way it usually goes, man. That's right. I just cracked a beer. Hell yeah! It's the sound of freedom right there. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, an eagle or something. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I said, now it's four o'clock in the morning. Now this is another forefathers episode. We had to, we had to. The only time we could link up was right was this time because we both work, we both work our asses off, but we work different hours. So we had to, we had to get together in the middle of the fucking night because we're two of the hardest working motherfuckers in podcasts. Yep. All, all our ladies are sleeping in their bed, nice and warm, and here we are, drinking beer, talking shit. That's right. 
about to start smoking some shit too. <laughs> smoking that <laughs> shit. You'll hear him coughing, people. I don't have to keep pointing it out, but I will. <laughs> I can't help it. All right. Uh, uh, we'll be talking about this here pretty in the next couple weeks, but uh, I ordered I ordered a, like a 1951 encyclopedia because I just wanted to compare shit. You know what I'm saying? And I also ordered like a, it was like a dictionary from the 1940s. I just wanted to start looking shit up, you know, like, as we go, we'll think of more words we can look up. But, you know, I want to look up like vaccine and compare the differences, you know, shit like that. You understand? Yeah. There's going to be a lot of stuff that's, uh, that's different. Speaking of that, going back to the Gospel of Thomas. Now, did you read the very last uh, quote? I don't Which know. One? It was something about, I think it was Mary Magdalene. Are you talking about um, it being um, anti-women? Yeah. Well, they said she wasn't the some of the some of the uh, we call them followers. What they call those uh, disciples? Disciples. Some of them said she wasn't worthy to be around. So Jesus said something about changing her into a man, and I'm just like, what yeah, the fuck am I reading? Here? I know that really, that really. Uh, I had to like go back and reread that. Now that um, wasn't in the regular Bible. I never heard that in my life, or was it? No, it's not. Um, that's but probably it's funny, why they... that 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 is really something that makes it controversial, right? Um, and and that is um. kind of goes into transhumanism 14 and it says maybe should leave the group because women are not worthy of life <laughs> worthy uh, of then... life jesus <laughs> i said jesus um, <laughs> oh my god but it says that women have to turn into men in order to go into the kingdom so now that's allegorical it doesn't mean you go get your tits chopped off and you get a dick. What it means is that just like in Genesis, uh, women was made from men. If a, a woman has to reverse that and um, and gain the same thing and knowledge as men. Well, knowledge is one thing, but I don't know. It wasn't talking all... about... It sounds a lot like transhumanism and shit now. We're getting into some weird shit. I don't like it. Does, it does. Um, I, I want to I find the exact quote so that people can hear it out. It should be the last one, I believe. Or it was down there. It's about elevating their status, personhood, and ability to share the gospel message. Now, back in those days, women were not allowed to be like men. They had to take risk. They had to actually step up. They had to learn how to read and write. So this is what it's saying. 
a woman has to transform herself into a man in order to, you know, gain the knowledge, gain the same thing as men. I don't know. You're saying that, but I don't think that's exactly what it said. Are you just, is that your, is that's that just my opinion? Right. I mean, that's the thing with the Bible, man. The, depending on who you are, you can take it all, you know, a hundred thousand different ways, man. All right, here it is. Uh, so uh, Simon Peter said to them, "That's it. make Mary yeah. leave us, for females don't deserve life. Jesus said, look, I will guide her to make her male, so that she too may become a living spirit resembling your male. For every female who makes herself male will enter the domain of heaven. Well, <clears throat> I mean... I know they, I know, uh, I've heard where angels don't have sex and all that, or they don't have a gender. And, but then when the fallen angels came down and they were all sleeping with the human women, that's where the Nephilim came from. Right. So, I mean, I don't know, man. There's a lot of contradictions, but, uh. You know, that's some of the stuff we talk about here, but if angels so, don't uh, if angels don't have sex or don't have a gender, but then what happened when they came when they the fallen angels came down and the watchers or the fallen angels, whatever you want to call them, coming down and sleeping with the women and then they had Nephilim babies. So I don't know which is it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but here's an, an opinion I'm reading right now. It says, um, I'm not an expert on Carl Jung, but he said that in order for a person to be a complete person, you need to recognize and accept your animus. If you're a woman, the masculine, the masculine unconscious part of your mind, or your anima, if you're a man, the feminine unconscious part of your mind. Um, perhaps this is what Jesus meant. If a woman were to accept the masculine side of herself, she would indeed resemble more like a man. Also, if a man were to accept the feminine side of himself, he would resemble more like a woman too. Think about it like this. Picture the masculine as the color blue and femininity as the color red. When a woman accepts the masculine, she becomes purple. Purple is a color that is closer to the masculine blue, so she would, she would resemble more like a man. I think in the real world we see this too. Oftentimes, the happiest people are those where the border between femininity and masculinity begin to blur. Women are happiest when they overcome societal pressures to be meek and complacent towards men and instead express their will and goals in a healthy way. Men are happiest when they let go against the societal pressures to be stoic and let things bottled up like a pressure cooker and instead express their feelings in a healthy way. The end result would be that that would... Eh. The end result would be that what would be considered masculine and feminine would blur so much that they become indistinguishable from each other. Huh. And I'm, and I mean, maybe maybe that's talking about like just being a good soul, regardless of male or female. Like learn everything. You know, like um, try to understand everything. And be the best that you can be using all that knowledge. 
Right. I don't know. I'm not really in touch with my feminine side, so I guess it sounds like I'm going to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Julio. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. I didn't know I had a feminine side. That hat looks very nice. Huh? Your hat looks very nice. Yeah. That's Desert Camo. For the Yeah, we're only audio here. We don't You know what? We got to start doing more commercials for uh TikTok and TikTok and YouTube. I already did a couple, but It's hard to fucking email this shit because once you do a video, man, the file is so damn big. Anyway, we don't people don't want to hear about that shit. So you want to talk? What about Albert Pike? What about him? Did you look into that? Because we said we were going to yeah. talk about it. Of course. Uh, what do you got? You know, it was kind of interesting. Um, if you look it up online, um, Wikipedia does does not give you some of the conspiracy stuff. Like, for example, I read the Wikipedia article on him. Uh, and there's no mention of the quote about the world, you know, three world wars. Well, supposedly, it's kind of a may or not be may or may not be true. So this dude, all right. One of the most controversial theories about Albert Pike's rounds, a letter he supposedly wrote to Giuseppe Mazzini, the Italian revolutionary, in 1871. The letter was held. The letter was held in a British museum library. Now I heard it was seized by the Bavarian government. I thought they said they put it in a museum there, but it could have. I could have misheard. Okay, so this guy, William Carr, a former British intelligence agent, he wrote a book in 1925 based on another book by Cardinal Caro Rodriguez of Chile. Chile. Is that right, Julio? Chile. Chile. Entitled The Mystery of Freemasonry Unveiled. But that was also written in 1925. So shit, he didn't waste no time fucking stealing that dude's work, did he? Nope. But anyway, the cardinal wrote, the cardinal, wait a minute. He, wait a minute. It says, Caro falsely quotes the Pike letter in his book. And later Carr claims that he never actually saw the letter and got the information from Cairo. So it says, To date, no conclusive proof exists to show that this letter was ever written. Nevertheless, the letter is widely quoted and the topic of much discussion. Obviously, in the conspiracy theory world. But uh, what did you learn about it? It Kind of exactly what you said. Um, you know, uh, Albert Pike wrote to Giuseppe Massini in 1871 regarding a conspiracy involving three world wars that were planned in, a, in an attempt to take over the world. 
And the letter was on display in the British Museum Library until 1977. The British Library denies the letter exists. I wonder what I wonder where it went after that. Probably the basement of the Vatican. Probably. <laughs> right. But um but yeah, so some some of it some of what it says is the Third World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences caused by the agentur of the Illuminati between the political Zionists and the leaders of the Islamic world. The war must be conducted in such a way that Islam the Muslim Arabic world and the political Zionism, the state of Israel, mutually destroy each other, meaning the other nations once more divided on this issue will be constrained to fight to the point of complete physical, moral, spiritual, and economical exhaustion. I mean, if that doesn't kind of spell out what's going on right now, I don't know what does. Right. Yeah, I mean, he had... He had uh couple paragraphs for the first world war Mm -hmm. did you read all through that the second world war i mean yes i did if this letter was really written in the 1800s it's pretty fucking it's pretty shocking that how fucking on point this shit is but i mean This I've been hearing about this for years now, and the Third World War is actually what's going on right now. Word for word. Word for word. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, he was using the word Nazi before it was even like a thing in the news. I'm sure the word Nazi has existed in history, but he was writing about that. Yeah, you know, I don't know. You might have to like maybe cut this part out. No, don't start that shit. No, but I'm not deleting anything. All right, so I'm sorry, (laughs) but I I believe the Jews really ruled the world. The Rothschilds, they they funded Hitler. Yeah, it was all a ruse. It was all a ruse. I do believe that the Jewish people. A lot of them suffered. A lot of them died. But it, it was the lower class Jews that did. Right. Exactly. The equivalent of the, the equivalent of you and I. Yeah. But the higher up Jews, like the Rothschilds and all these others, you know, from the World Economic Forum and all this bullshit, they didn't die. Right, but they used right. it as a ruse. You know, the Holocaust did happen. A lot of lives were lost. But I think this was just part of this agenda to to pretty much victimize the Jewish community for the rest for the re, for the rest of like the time of the world right right and, yeah. and we're kind of seeing that now yeah I, man I, I really don't know man it ain't about race and religion it's about class it's not left versus right it's up versus down right yeah and, and they they all have their the elite the elites have their hand in in, in warfare and in, in making money off of wars. And that's exactly what they care about. And it doesn't matter if they have to sacrifice their own folks to maintain 
the money flow. Like, um, uh, this was interesting. I, I have a quote about um, Elon Musk and what he thinks about um, this whole shit. You talking about the interview? Uh, maybe. Yeah, no, they were at, or are you talking about how the people stopped, uh, were threatening to stop putting, uh, advertising on Twitter? No, he was talking about, um, they asked him, what would you say to Zelensky and Putin? Uh, and he said, I would tell them to stop sending the flower of their countries to die. Right. It doesn't matter who the aggressor is. It's you're just sending your your future to die. You're sending kids that don't know if they really hate each other to die. Right. And, and it and I feel like the the powers that be, whoever they are, don't give a damn about that. No. It's all about money and power. Correct. Could be spiritual. They could be you know, there could be some other shit behind it. I always I always got that in the back of my mind. Like, <clears throat> could it really be, like, the ultimate supreme evil being? Or, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, pulling strings and stuff. You never know, but <clears throat> what, what I, what I, uh, I did hear about what you're talking about. Yeah, every every time uh, we every time we get on here and start talking about shit, I wish I would have recorded more clips. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I heard about him on an interview, and some reporter was talking to him, talking about Disney, and uh, a couple other networks were talking about pulling ads off of Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. Because of something he said. Yeah. And and he goes, what do you what do you think about that? And he goes, oh, you mean uh, blackmailing me to with money? And he goes, go fuck yourself. And the guy's like, what? <laughs> and he was like, I would say, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn. You know, everybody says Elon's a, a controlled opposition. I really get tired of that. I don't. It could be true, and I've said it before, like, he's definitely in with some serious corporate power because the Department of Defense is not just going to let you launch fucking satellites in the air. As long as you do it on, on country property. We talked about this. No, I don't. I don't still don't believe that. I don't believe it. <laughs> But, but uh, I mean, he may me, he 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 talks a good game anyway. But I don't know. So going back to what I was saying about Elon, because I I do want to go to what you were saying about him and the interview that you're talking about. Yeah. But he finished off uh, by saying, "War is a place where young boys who don't know each other are killing each other on behalf of old men that do know each other." What the hell's the point of that? That's a good point, man. Oh yeah, yeah send, man. send send all these old fuckers. Send Congress to fight the war. Send oh. send all the members of Congress and the House of Representatives and all their families to go fight these wars. Let's see how many more wars we have. 
Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a good point. If he's really in with all of them, I don't know why he would say all that. It's, But that, then again, the it's like pro wrestling, man. They, they, they say some entertaining shit in pro wrestling, too, <laughs> but they don't know if it's You're real. Right. right? You're right. Damn you. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> and then why is he developing the Cybertruck like a, like a doomsday vehicle? To make money? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hey, there's more and more people getting to be like us anymore, so. You know, I ain't got the money for I got the money. I could buy one if I wanted to, probably, but I don't want to. I'm a cheapskate. Yeah, I feel you, bro. Uh, so what was the other... Oh, you were talking about the interview where he was talking about... They were talking about pulling their <laughs> advertising off of Twitter. Yeah, they called him anti-Semitic. Yeah, I can't remember Which, what he said either. Yeah, I, I can't say that I do either. But it, it was probably sound... I think it was probably something about Palestine and Israel. It, it that's exactly what it was. You can't say anything about that. I guess I'm anti-Semitic too. Yeah, same here. I don't give a fuck about. Neither do I. Let's just take care of this. It's none of my fucking business. Yeah. We got a whole fucking ocean that separates us. Let them do their thing. Um, But, yeah, so, like, all these corporations pulled out. And, like you said, he said, you know, go fuck yourself. I, I don't need your money or anything. And it's crazy. When Twitter was not owned by him... All these same corporations, when when the pedophilia thing was going on, before it got caught up in in coming out that um that pedo shit was available on Twitter, none of these companies were were backing out. I never they even heard okay. about that. They were okay, you know, like paying for ads. But as soon as a guy that comes in and takes over the company, what do you and mean? Starts questioning. What do you mean, pedo shit on Twitter? I never heard about I'm, any of this. Okay, so Elon started talking about PizzaGate being real. Started saying that he inherited a drove of condemning shit. Oh, so it happened after. Day. It happened before, but it wasn't brought to light until after he bought it. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, so now all these companies like, you know, like Disney, all, pretty much all all of the media, you know, is just pulling out. Yeah, well, because he was because he wasn't swinging on Israel's nuts. That's against the rules, Julio. You didn't know that? No, I did not. <laughs> swinging my nuts that way for a long time. Right. Yeah, but it's kind of it's kind of interesting. I mean, I want to believe that he's true and everything because I do believe that Disney is evil. I do believe that Marvel is evil. Yeah. Um, a lot of these companies that dropped out, I'm trying to find, like, the list of companies that did, but I'm not having any success at the moment. But it's interesting. Yeah. There is a lot more freedom on Twitter now than there was before. 
All right. Well, you know what? You might be on to something. All right. Look at it this way. Um, let's just. This is all just. I'm just making this up. This is a story. There you, <laughs> there you go. Uh, Sound of freedom. Let's say. Ah! Let's say there's two. Let's say there's. So everybody says there's a. Uh, you know, one main group of the elites, right? Let's say there's two. All right, everybody wants to get rich. That's 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 a uh, human nature. Let's say there's uh. So Elon's in with the Department of Defense, probably, right? Okay. Let's say you got the military. I would I would hope that the military probably was against pedophilia and all that shit. Let's say you got one one side is over here, Elon's over here with the military and I mean they all got shitloads of money and they're all stealing, they're all being dishonest cuz that's how you get rich. And then you got this other side. Anybody that's fucking around with kids, which is what Disney's been accused of in several different ways, several different times. They're fucking around with kids, you know, putting fucking bad shit in movies, you know, like subliminally, you know what I'm saying? Like subliminal sex shit in little kids' movies. Why the fuck yeah. would somebody do that? But <clears throat> maybe there's two groups. Up there. I mean, they're all bad in, in their own ways, but maybe they're not all on the same team. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, um, let me um, let me tell you some of the companies, and and then you tell me after that. Hold on. So apparently they're they're losing quite a bit of money, but Coca-Cola, Unilever, Heinz, IBM, Skyd Vodka, Dove. Audi, Porsche, Pfizer, General Motors, Mondelez, United Airlines, Chipotle. Eli Lilly. Okay. Uh, Pfizer. Yeah. Pfizer struck me as an evil-ass company. You know what I just heard today, though? I heard Chipotle. They only use meat that doesn't have... Uh, inje- it isn't injected with, like, fucking... I don't know what. I can't think of the fucking word. Hormones. Antibiotics and shit. Okay. So to me, that that's a good. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, what's your point? Uh, so it, it, to me, it just seems like the usual companies, the the quote influential companies. Oh, those are the like, ones that are pulling out of Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course, Pfizer. Of course. Well, they're all and over then, the fucking go- TV. You ever watch Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy? 
Every fucking yeah. commercial brought to you by Pfizer. And then at the end of the commercial, they start going real real fast. May cause death, dry, diarrhea, blah, blah, blah. You know. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. I don't take none of that bullshit. Nobody should. I mean, some people have to. But I mean, if you if you got if you just don't, I don't know. I I don't want to get on a fucking rant because I got a lot of family members that they need medication and stuff. But like, there's a guy at work. All right, his he he started shitting blood, and so he went to the doctor, which I can't blame him for that. So he goes to the doctor and they told him that he had uh, hemorrhoids. So like when he was shitting, his hemorrhoids would break open, and the shit going the or the blood would go in the water. And so he got worried. And so the doctor's like, "Oh yeah, well we can do surgery and cut them out and all that." Now, do you really think that's necessary? Have you ever yeah. had hemorrhoids, Julio? Yeah. <laughs> Don't they just go away? What did the doctor tell him? He goes, well, we can do surgery and cut them out. Huh. Yeah. I mean, they, they do kind of go away, but, I mean, maybe he was monitored for a while. No, he wasn't. He went one time yeah. because he was worried that he had, like, colon cancer or some shit because he was shitting blood. Hmm. And next thing you know, they're setting him up for a fucking surgery to cut his hemorrhoids out. Like, man, get the fuck out of here. That's why I don't go to the doctor. It, I mean, yeah. it's a fucking business. Yeah, it's a butcher shop. Yeah. What can I trim off you? Why are you going to take a razor to my asshole? <laughs> <laughs> the shit's going to go away. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. Just trying to make this money. A- Maybe he had a open slot. You know, the doctors keep a, a busy schedule. They got to be busy 24-7. He probably had an open slot like, oh, yeah, this guy's got hemorrhoids. Hey, you can come on in on uh, Tuesday the 22nd, and I'll cut those right off for you, buddy. Dude, I had like, um, I, uh, I want to call it a, I, I, I think it was a boil or something on my ass. Just on the side of my asshole. So every time I'd wipe, it hurt like hell. Every time I sat, it hurt like hell. Every time I walked, it would hurt like hell. Oh. (laughs) And I lived like that for like over a week. I was going to go to the doctor, but finally out of desperation one day in the shower, I took my, uh, (laughs) I took my, uh, my knife and I just fucking ripped into that motherfucker, dude! It exploded blood. It was like a it was like a bloody death scene. Man, this podcast relief, is going haywire right now. The relief I got from that move, oh my god! It was night and day. Like it was the first after that shower. It was the first time I could come to my computer and sit comfortably. I, I mean- cried. You probably had a little discomfort after that until it healed up, right? Very little. Right. Very little compared to what it was. 
But yeah. I am so glad that I, I, I just said, fuck it, let me just treat it like a man. Right. Cut into that shit and just deal with it. Yeah. That's how I do you know, it, like, man. Yeah. If Sometimes I, I perform like little surgeries on me to get shit out of me. I do you that know, like shit I get too. a splinter. I get a splinter or something or a thorn and or whatever and I just I'll cut it out. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I mean it's like we there's gonna come a day when I'm probably gonna need to go to the doctor. <laughs> All of us will. I'm I'm serious. Yeah. It's just the way you say it. right but it's like it's like the amish all right if you talk to any nurse or doctor they'll tell you if they see a fucking amish person come in for to the doctor they automatically know that shit's an emergency emergency because they don't believe in it just like i don't but I mean, if they really need something, they will go. You know. And I It makes makes sense. Yeah. But I mean like like sense. this like I like I was just talking about this guy that was shitting blood and yes, that's definitely something to worry about. But once they told told him it was hemorrhoids, he should have been like, All right, I'm checking out. I'll see you in another ten well, yeah. years. I mean, he should have uh picked up on the fact that if it's red it means it's fresh. Right, you right. You should only be concerned if it's if it's dark. Right. Like black. That means that it, it sat inside of your, you know, uh, rectum or intestine. Rectum? Up there. Rectum? Damn near killed him. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never heard that wow. one? You ain't never heard that one? I wasn't ready for it. I thought I was talking <laughs> about a sensitive subject. <laughs> nah, you're right. But uh Yeah, fresh fresh beautiful red blood in the toilet. Not really that concerning. No. Nah. But uh yeah. he was a I mean uh he whatever. I don't like I don't want to bring up people's particular issues but it just happened to come up so i'm not gonna name names so going back to chipotle remember how you were saying how you know like they use they don't um, like they don't like the animals being injected with anti or antibiotics and shit like that i think they said is that right yeah so they they um instead of using lard or or fat like that um they were using vegetable oil and the thing is believe it or not vegetable oil, oil is actually bad for you i know that but they push it as healthy oh they mean yeah that's a yeah. you know cooking in lard is, is bad but vegetable oil is it's pretty much like saying that fruit juice is healthy. Well, you know how they, <clears throat> you know how they uh, came up. You know how they discovered vegetable oil. No. I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna fuck this all up. But uh, I heard it. I retained like 
15% of it. But uh, there's something about... Okay, I don't remember. I can't fucking... I'm going to pause it. I don't know. It was... It was used for some kind of fucking production type of deal with machines and shit. Yeah, I think I do remember reading something about that. And then they somebody realized, oh, wait, we can use this to cook. Yeah, it's, it's like fucking might as well be using fucking petroleum or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I sound like a fucking idiot right now. I couldn't remember none of that shit. <clears throat> How long have we been going, Julio? Uh, a little bit under an hour. You got anything else? Um, well, let me close some windows here. <laughs> shit we talked about. But, but there was something about the Chipotle oil that um, kind of stood out. And it's based on um, how similar human... Are we recording? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> about, how, about the similarities between uh, human and plant DNA. And so the difference between humans and plants DNA in terms of the uh, DNA structure, the helix... Is that, or it tied actually to blood, plant blood and human blood. So human blood has iron, which makes it red. Plants have, I forget what it's called, and that's what makes it green, which is tied to photosynthesis and everything. So when we ingest these vegetable oils and all this shit, What's happening with the DNA? Are we going to become like um, like a human-plant hybrid? So, you know, like uh, there's that musical. I forget what it's called, man, but it's got like a talking plant. Rick Moranis. Oh, is the Rocky it? Horror Picture Show. Is that it? No. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, Steve Martin was the dentist. Am I right? I don't know. Feed me, Seymour. Yeah. <laughs> right? I think that's a Rocky Horror Picture Show. I could be wrong. Little sh- little Shops of Horror. Oh, you're right. How the fuck did I get those mixed up? They're similar. Because you're, you're thinking of men dressing up as women. <laughs> I don't even. I don't think I've ever even seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I caught you. I caught you. No. I don't think I've ever even seen that, dude. I actually haven't either. Believe it or not. I don't know why. Those are like Broadway type shows. That's why I got them mixed up. I don't fucking. I don't get the correlation. Well, you knew, but I. You knew to see more. Yeah, that's that was that's cool. Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. And then Steve cool. Martin was in it, right? He was I the did dentist. So. He was hooked on laughing gas. All right. But, but I don't know. That was, that was just kind of interesting. Yeah. But they talk about, I was. I still got this window up about, uh, 
Albert Pike. So they're saying there are many inconsistencies in the description of this letter. The use of the word Illuminati is highly suspect. The Illuminati or the Bavarian Illuminati, as it is also known, was the brainchild of Adam Weishaupt, himself a Freemason. It was formed in 1776, taking many of its precepts from Freemasonry. Which is, <clears throat> it's kind of weird. All this shit originated in Bavaria. Because I just went to fucking Frankenmuth. You ever been up there? No. It's like little Bavaria. And I and it never even fucking hit me. We went up there for our anniversary. And my wife went, my, my wife thought it was a good idea to go up there. And so we went up there and spent the night and shit. Went around to all the shops. They had some good food. And it's basically like a little Christmas town. Up about. It's up uh, about two two miles north of the border. Yeah. But uh, I would have fucking looked more into this Illuminati shit. Like. If when I was up there, because if I, you know, what I'm saying like it all started up there, I would have, you know, there's got to be some clues up there because it's all Bavarian shit. Like the place we ate was called the Bavarian Inn. It was fucking good too, man. You should go up there sometime. Yeah, I've always been interested in that place. Yeah. Especially with this Illuminati shit, but. Here, and then it says, uh, another inconsistency is the use of the word Zionism and Nazism. The use of the word Zionism did not take place until after Pike's death, and Nazism was not used until the 1920s. And I thought that was correct. Also, Muslims were more often referred to as Mohammedans, and Islam was not in the common vernacular. So, basically, they're saying that letter was not real. But did you ever hear the story? Did you ever hear the story of how it was supposedly discovered? I think so. I think you told me about it. Yeah, so supposedly he was sending it by messenger, and the messenger on horseback got struck by lightning. That's how the story goes, but... And so the guy died and the letter survived? Yeah. I don't know if the guy died or not. I don't know what happened. I'm sure he did. Or maybe the horse died. I don't fucking know. If the horse died, he would probably just took off running. <laughs> he probably died. But yeah. Uh, he, maybe, he was, maybe he was more grounded. I don't know. I don't know yeah. anything. Who knows? Yeah, no, that's an interesting subject. I, I had never heard of Albert Pike until you brought him up. And now the Bavarian connection, that seems very interesting. Um, yeah. And he's a, he was one of the... But Bavaria means German also, by the way. Well, that was a city in Germany. Yeah. Um, but it it's weird how they... 
know what I'm saying? Like, they make, instead of just saying German, they keep saying, like, Bavarian. I mean, it is, it probably was a pretty big area. I don't know. It's yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, like, Hungarian, like, Hungary used to be where Ukraine is now. And there's a lot of, a couple, two or three other countries that were over there. Yugoslavia, I think. Mm-hmm. Moldova. Never heard of that one. I, I used to have a pen pal who lived in Moldova. So that's where Ukraine is now? It, it's somewhere in there, yeah. It's one of those. I never even heard of that. What the fuck? Yeah. See, everybody wants to go to, like, Eastern Europe. I want to go to Western Europe. You know, like, that's where the beautiful women are at. Yeah, but there's also a lot of evil men there. Yeah, like the movie um, Hostel. (laughs) You ever watched that one? Is that where... uh... Yeah, yeah. These guys are, like, traveling to Europe and... They, they end up hooking up with these beautiful models and then they find themselves in a hostel and missing organs or caught in traps or being tortured, being sold to the highest bidder because hunting humans is allowed. Yeah. It's fucked up. <laughs> well, I meant like England and Switzerland, but oh, I'd go that's there the too. type of shit I'm talking about. You'd want to go there? Yeah. Just because of the chicks. You could yeah. just order one. But you can the rules order... are different. Yeah. Huh? But I don't know. I still like to travel. Yeah. All right. So um, check this out. Remember, um, I always talk about El Salvador's president, Nayib Bukele. Yeah. So check how badass this is. He said he's on a like a nationwide public broadcast. Um, he says, because he's leaving out of office, hopefully, if he doesn't get elected, which I hope he doesn't because that violates the constitutional um, terms and everything. But we'll wait and see. But he says, since I haven't, since I haven't stolen, I don't want to be remembered as a thief. I also don't want to be remembered as a good president surrounded by thieves. So I want every single person to be investigated. Everyone from me to the person at the bottom. Yeah. Is that the one you sent me? Somebody, I seen that. Did you send me that? Maybe. Yeah, that dude sounds like he's pretty fucking <laughs> squared away. Yeah, right? But I mean, that is a beautiful message. Yeah. I don't want to be remembered as a thief. Right. And I also don't want to be remembered as a good president surrounded by thieves. And isn't that what happens here? We have a shitty president surrounded by thieves. Yep. See? What a, dis- what a disservice to this- to the American to the American people. 
I mean, in El Salvador, this guy has libraries, newly constructed libraries, open 24 hours a day. And they have, they have 3D printers. They have gaming computers. They have books. They have everything we have here and more. And he is prioritizing giving the youth, giving families the opportunity to be in a library at 2, 3 in the morning rather than fucking creating havoc. Nice. Why can't we do that here? How come we right. don't have the money? He sounds That's like insanity. he sounds like a great dude, and you know what? It give it should give people hope. You know, every time somebody's doing something right, everybody wants to think they're controlled opposition, and, and conspiracy theorists are just fucking paranoid. But you know what? The other on the other side of that, when when you know the the intelligence agencies see somebody doing shit like that. They're going to set his ass up. They're going to set his ass up. And then now they're going to think he's a pedophile or he fucking beat his woman. or And then they're just going to, that's just going to erase everything he said. That's how they do it, man. Yeah. It's bullshit. I mean, he I, sounds I, like a good dude. I mean, I'm from Nicaragua, but honestly, I, I would love to go to El Salvador and see what they are doing in person. Because Nicaragua could be doing the same thing. Right, and right, they're not right. Because, because Ortega, the president, or the dictator, I should say, who violates the constitutional uh, terms and limits and everything, um, the money he gets from foreign aid or anything, from China, it doesn't go to the country. It doesn't go to the people. It goes in his pocket. Right. That's how it is and most places. And this guy's places. not doing that. This guy might be getting the same money from the Chinese and all this other shit. But he's actually, I think, putting it into the country, into his people. And I think that it's a beautiful model. Right. And you know, you know what? It's not just him either. Like this Javier Melier. Mm-hmm. Melier. <laughs> Good job. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going... It's going. It's starting to go on a lot of places, and that's good. Maybe it's like a, maybe it's like a great reset in a good way. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. People are starting to I wake up. So. But you know what? I saw a lot of um, Meliel, man. I told you it's tied to the, to the Jews. He looks like one. I know. Did you ever look up Liberace? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? <laughs> yeah, you're right. See? All right, you know what? I forgot I had some uh I had some clips on here. Let me t- tell me if you can hear this. All right, listen. And you, what's your name? You hear it? Oh, uh John. My name is John. Delighted to meet you, John. Could you tell us a little about yourself and what you can do, Chloe? Of course. I'm the first personal assistant built by Cyberlife. I take care of most everyday tasks like cooking, housework, or managing your appointments, for example. And I understand you're the first android to have passed the Turing test. Could you tell us a little more about that? I really didn't do much, you know. I just spoke with a few humans to see if they could tell the difference between me and a real person. It was a really interesting experience. 
But this is the first time in history that man has created a machine more intelligent than himself. I gather your brain can perform several billion billion operations per second, is that right? Absolutely, but I only exist thanks to the intelligence of the humans who designed me. And you know, they have something I could never have. Really? And what's that? A soul. <laughs> That's kind of creepy at the end. Yeah, uh, until until you point until it was pointed out that it was a AI. I did not know. Yeah, the dude interviewing her sound more like a robot than she did. Am I right? Maybe you weren't yeah, paying the, attention. No, that's what I'm saying. That she sounded like almost any regular woman or chick, right? That yeah. I know, I guess. Well, it was actually a video. I I found it on Instagram. It was the the you ever heard of the Great Deception podcast? No, that's a good podcast. But uh, they had it on Instagram. I had fucking. I wanted to show everybody that and show you. But um, yeah, share that with me. Send it to me. I will. But um, it showed her, too. I don't know what they mean when they say she does cooking and cleaning, because I don't know if it was like a fucking bot. Like, like, uh, but she sounded, it's fucking weird, isn't it? It's getting scary. Yeah. Yeah, we need to pause and go, uh, grab, go take a pee. All right, I can do that. All right, we're back. <laughs> Yeah, I just yeah, opened so, another beer. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen on this one because this one this one is kind of funny. I think um, anybody uh, listening should uh, should look this up. So this is a video called um, "Seagulls on Laxatives." And uh, so these kids go to, like, a beach in California and <laughs> feed the seagulls laxatives. All right. Wow. What are those, Pringles? <laughs> <laughs> Watch what happens. Oh, oh, oh. they're shitting all over everybody. Oh my god. <laughs> the cops. <laughs> Oh man, you laughed the hardest when the little kid got shit on. What's up with that? <laughs> Smoking that shit. Yeah, I I thought that video was really funny. <laughs> it was, but um, so have you heard about this uh, white lung? White lung. Yeah. No. What's that about? <clears throat> It's a respiratory virus. Coming out of where? Uh, guess where? China. 
Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. I didn't know the name of it. Yeah, that's some bullshit. So when a respiratory virus gets trapped in the upper respiratory tract, you still have the virus but suffer no symptoms. Wearing a mask does a great job at trapping a virus in the upper respiratory tract. China has has the most strict mask laws on Earth, so it's no wonder that it shows up there first. Let it be known that the white lung pneumonia will show up here on U.S. soil. A lot of people will begin with blue. A lot of it will begin with blue-haired people. Don't fear. <laughs> Build your immune system. Right, right. But they say that it's already in Ohio. I don't give a fuck. I ain't worried about it. I think I already had it. Hey, I can catch it. If I catch it, I'm just gonna shit it out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but this map of like of where it is, and or where it started, the places where it's hitting. So the red ones are the countries that are hit: China, the U.S., the U.K., the Netherlands, Denmark, Sweden, and countries on alert are India, Nepal, Thailand, Singapore, Indonesia. Uh, Africa's not. South America's not. Africa's never affected by any of this shit. Because they don't play the game. Russia is not. Of course, Russia's not. So, So what I'm seeing is a lot of places that didn't do the vaccine. Exactly. Oh, so you think it's like... Uh... There's so many things that that people think are like uh, caused by the vaccine. And this is just another one of them. The way I got sick a a couple of weeks ago, I woke up feeling great. You know, I I took my daughter to school. I bought beer to get drunk during the day and play (laughs) my drums. And by the time I got home, I felt sick and I just went to bed. And from that point on, I, I was sick for like seven straight days. Huh. I missed work. I had to go to the urgent care. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. How long ago was that? About a month ago? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It sucked. Yeah. I was like, what the hell happened? It's almost like somebody honestly like flipped a switch, like a light switch, and I was sick. Isn't that what they say that the mRNA shit is supposed to do? Are you vaccinated? Unfortunately. Oh, so you you thinking that it affected you in that way? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I don't... I'm not crazy about none of that shit. Let's hope that's not what it is, man. Don't get... You know... When you start thinking about shit like that, it can affect you more. So, I'm serious. It's like it's like it's like when you talk shit about yourself, it can it can bring you it can bring you down. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I, I gotta. Mean, just, <clears throat> you know what? We've been having some good ass episodes, and now I feel guilty because I used to say, "Remember we would end the episode." I said another shitty episode. I'm like, man. Yeah. Now we we got we've been gaining a lot of 
lot of listeners and stuff, and we got we've been having some good episodes. I'm not gonna talk shit about us anymore. All right, <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. So you know, I don't think you got any kind of fucking. Uh, well, you're trying to say that your cells are fucking. <laughs> I don't know. What are you getting at? I'm telling you, I've never gotten sick like this. It was, I was having a great day, a great morning. And I intended to have a great day, the remainder of the day. And I don't know what happened. It's almost like I said, like somebody pushed a button or flipped a switch. And all of a sudden, I was detrimental, detrimentally sick. It wasn't like gradual or progressive decline in health. It was just whoa. Yeah, that that's weird, man. It's weird for yeah. it to do it like that. Yeah. So that that's why I think what I think, but I mean, I could be crazy. I don't really give a damn. It's just what I think. Yeah. But um, so the other thing I wanted to bring up, check this out. You know about Cesar Chavez or Caesar Chavez? Caesar. Yeah, yeah as, as you would call him. Caesar Chavez, the boxer? No, the uh, the guy that worked for uh, Mexican farm workers, the activist. No, no. So he led like uh, like he led a lot of the uh, things that contributed to like migrant labor laws. Oh, uh, like a you union know, like, leader. Yeah, he brought some good. You know, he uh, helped protect them and everything. He wasn't perfect or anything, but something that a lot of people don't know that I just recently learned is left-wing hero Cesar Chavez fought for higher wages for Mexican-American farm workers. He vehemently opposed illegal immigration because, as he said, wetbacks drive, dove, drive down wages. He didn't feel the government was doing enough, so he sent Mexican workers to the border to beat the wetbacks with bats. It's truly amazing how the left and right have changed. So where were they coming from? From the border. Wait a minute. All right, now he lived in Mexico. No, he was a he was a Chicano. He was where, a migrant he was a migrant worker who traveled throughout the country. Where did he and live? He let, where did he live? In the United States. Oh, okay. I thought you said he was was in South America. No, no. This is in the United States. Okay. So here's a guy whose industry depends on migrant workers from other places saying illegal immigration doesn't work. Sounds like another good dude. It hurts the country. Sounds like (laughs) another good dude. Yeah. So somebody said we are being invaded by what bat what Pakistan's. <laughs> see now you're being racist against your own kind. See <laughs> what Pakistan's. That's all right. <laughs> we were talking shit about honkies last episode. But uh, yeah. So but uh, <laughs> uh, Kissinger finally kicking the bucket. Oh yeah. That dude, man, he was he was the chief executive for the fucking military industrial complex, man. 
He was all about that shit. He was Bavarian too, come to think of it. Yeah, he was from Bavaria. My favorite uh my favorite cake or donut has Bavarian cream on it. <laughs> well, maybe you should have hooked up with Kissinger before he passed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so all this talk about the Bible, you know, I believe in God. I believe in, I know Jesus walked the earth and everything. I believe in God. I'm not saying Jesus was God and Jesus wasn't even his real name. It was Yeshua. But uh, what do you think, Julio? About what? God or the creator or a higher power. What do you think? I believe in something. Oh, I know I mean, there, it, I know there's something. Cause it, I, there's just, I've had answer prayers, no, man. For And there's no just, other it explanation. Can all be, it can all be coincidental. Right. You know, like there's too much, um, um, too much structure and almost like programming into who we are. Right. Into what makes us us, you know, like our DNA, the helix, all the stuff, like um, the the patterns in nature, and in terms of the Fabinacci sequence and all this stuff, you know, like repeating patterns. It, it's not all coincidental. It can't right. just be all by accident. But um, and, you- and that's the thing: the the Big Bang kind of debunks all that. What? All this all just happened by accident. Oh, right, right. No, that's not... You know, there, there no was way. no hand in the creation of it. What do you think about religion, though? You think... You don't need it. I think it's man-made, mostly. Most all of it. Yeah. You don't need it. It's within you. As long as you're... A, you know, something we allude to in this podcast a lot is just be a good human being. That's all it right. is. Be responsible for your loved ones. Take care of them. And in the process, by taking care of your loved ones, you take care of everybody else because you're not a burden to society. Right. You know, and and if you're not a burden to society, then that means you can contribute to society. You can volunteer. You can be a coach. You know what I mean? Like a mentor. Uh, something valuable. Something other than just... Uh, Sucking up resources, right? Oh, that reminds me. I tell you, I I was texting you. I told you my boxing manager got a hold of me. Mm-hmm. All right, so he's uh he has a school for I want to say bad kids, but like kids that get kicked out of regular school. He, he's he's been doing that for years now. So he's got one up here, and he he got a hold of me like, hey man, let's hook up, you know. And so the one back home that he had, that was where the we. So the first gym that I boxed in was in the basement of a soup kitchen. It was all fucking musty and damp and off. It was just a shithole. And that's the way it's supposed to be, really. But um, this guy, when he started this school, he had him put a boxing ring in the in the 
in the gym area. So we would go there after school and we would work out and shit. It was a nice ass spot, but he probably ain't got room up here, but I was going to When you said something about coaching and mentoring, it just it just reminded me of that cuz I've been I've been doing that shit off and on. But if you ain't got a good spot, it's kind of hard. Like I was doing it in my old garage before I moved. Now I got an attached garage. I ain't got room for shit. But um that's so he's got a place here in Toledo now? He's got a school in uh Maumee. But oh, I don't okay. last time I talked to I talked to him years ago when I was training fighters. But um it sounded like he didn't have room to do that. So I don't know, it just reminded me when he said that. But I may I probably ain't gonna be fucking coaching shit. But anyway, you ever heard of Billy Carson? No. Uh, he's he's a black dude. He runs the Forbidden Knowledge, but he's pretty fuck. He's like uh, he's got all kinds of fucking degrees and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. He was on my friend's podcast. Who? <laughs> the guy from uh, Richmond High or something. What's it about? <laughs> Hold on. Well, here, listen. I'm going to play a clip. Mm-hmm. This is Billy Carson. Religion is extremely divisive in terms of the way that it divides and conquers people. Even just within Christianity alone, you have all these different versions of Christianity. Mm-hmm. And all those people think they got the best version. And right. all of them can't stand each other. Yeah. I'm not going to Baptist. I'm Pentecostal. No, I'm Presbyterian. You know, I got the best one. Like, for real? <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you have the political system, in my opinion, which also creates separation, but there's still a lot of inequality and they put one group of people against another, especially when they're campaigning, they find ways to manipulate words and manipulate what they're talking about to make it look like they're on this side, not that side, I'm on this side, not that side, because they want to pull votes. Religion. I don't know. I think it cut off before it was supposed to. (laughs) That dude, he's got some good ass shit on TikTok though. Yeah, he does. Well, you said you didn't know he who he was, was. Now you're saying, yeah, he does? <laughs> yeah, because he, he was on my friend's podcast. Uh-huh. And he, uh, you called him Jeff Spicoli. <laughs> what do you mean? Tell me this. You, t- you said my friend looked like Jeff Spicoli. Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I talk shit. <laughs> I think I remember that now. what was the conversation about i don't even remember um how maybe we could get him on our podcast but i mean what were they talking about uh i think they talked like aliens and everything oh yeah i'm not really into that i mean no i'm not saying i don't believe it but i it's like to me aliens and uh, angels could be the same thing. And it's like, what the fuck is the difference, man? It's like, we don't have to worry about that yet. And if it does happen, it could actually be Project Blue Beam anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I, I believe that uh, movies in Hollywood kind of like conditions us to accept things and to say, oh, that can't be real. That's just movie fake shit. You know, like, that's not real. That's just a special effect. 
um, I do like, for example, there there's there was a Spider-Man movie, Far Away from Home, and in it the bad guy uses drones and holographic projections to create situations. I think we talked about it before. Yeah, I don't remember. And so everything that he creates is fake. The drones do have like weapons, but they also project like a bad enemy or something. And he uses it to kind of like control the situation, control the narrative and everything until Spider-Man figures out that these are drones. So he starts breaking down the barriers. That's exactly Project Bluebeam. Right, right. I don't like, I I just don't like when it's like Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man's a pussy. I would fuck his aunt, though. I don't watch those movies, so I don't even know who you're talking about. Back in the comic... Is that the one he lives with? Yeah. Oh, back in the old comic books, she looked like an old hag. Of course, they probably made her hot in the movies, right? Uh, Marissa Tomei. Oh, Jesus. Well, that's a whole different story. Yeah. The old, on the old comic books, you should have seen what she looked like. She looked like the fucking Crypt Keeper. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Nope. Let's wrap it up. All right. All right, so <clears throat> y'all know uh, if you got any questions, comments, bitches, gripes, complaints, Conspiracy Soldiers at Yahoo.com. And you can find us at uh, Conspiracy Soldiers on Instagram, too. Got anything, Julio? Any last words? Yeah, you know what? I actually, uh, I didn't say this on Thanksgiving, but I'm, I'm thankful for everybody that listens to us and everybody that, um, that gives us the time. Right. Uh, you guys really make this worth it. Uh, we love the feedback, good or bad. Um, just keep bringing it on. And if there's some topic suggestions, that would be great, too. You right. know, um, sometimes we don't have a topic, and we just freeball it. Um, yeah. But don't hesitate. Or if anybody and wants to even come on the show, hit us up. Even if, you might You might think you're not worthy, but... You are. I mean, we can just get get on here and talk shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it ain't. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate it all. I'm not going to talk any more shit about our show. I'm not going to say another shitty episode because we're, we're getting better, you know. Uh, more people are listening, so we must be doing something right, you know. So, uh. Alright, thanks for listening. Conspiracy Soldiers Going Dark. Be aware, Fox and his friends are not doctors or experts. Do not take these opinions as the gospel. Although they are highly intelligent, sexy, and influential, please think for yourself. I want to thank the girls over at Socially Toxic Podcast for that little disclaimer. Thank you.